welcome to the 2v1 <laughs> podcast. I'm Nick, joined every week by my friends Josh and Alex, where we talk about video games and other things. You can find us every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Let us know what you think on Twitter, at 2v1 Podcast. We have a pretty big game that came out this week. And all three of us played it at launch, which is rare. I th- and I think we unanimously really like it. This is a rare moment, yeah. Have either of you... We love Doom. Have either of you tried the multi again? No. Not yet. Plan to? Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably will just to see what the full yeah, version I will. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I bought it for really the campaign. Have, yeah, don't really have any interest in putting time into that at all. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in Snap Map, but supposedly you think it's something special. It seems weirdly robust. I, uh, I, it has, and actually, it has like a tutorial for it. Um, that I, I did a couple of the first ones where it just briefly explains how you put pieces together, like what items you can put in, and that stuff. I want to do all of them, just. So I have a better understanding of it. I don't know if I'll actually try making all of anything. the trainings. Is yeah. That, okay. Yeah. But I was totally surprised at what you can do with it. Like, I I don't know why, but I was just expecting like, okay, you put pieces of a room together, you make a level. You you expected you plop... the ability to snap a map together. Yeah. Yeah. And and you plop enemies in it, and that's kind of all there is. But. But you can assign, like, logic to things. Like, you can set up, you can set up, like, buttons that you press that do certain things that are associated with an enemy, an item. Uh, you can do, like, pressure plates on the ground. You can set logic for the enemies. You can make them hide. You can make them attack you on sight. You can make them hunt you. Like, it, it just seems really crazy. The logic thing is what threw me off. That seems a bit nuts. Yeah, and and I guess that makes sense because if you're putting enemies in, it would be pretty lame if they only did one thing. Like if you just said, "Oh, here's where they are. They spawn here, and they just attack you." Like yeah, unless unless you just consider that certain enemy types do certain things, and that's how you could play out the map itself. Yeah, and um, you can group them together. So like you can you can set up, you can plop in a bunch of like imps or something. And then assign that group of imps to a team, like team one. And then you can make, you can make that team spawn at a certain point, spawn with a button press, or you pass a certain point in the map, or you can make them hunt you. And then you can set up another team of another enemy and like make them have different behavior. It's Alpha just a team and Bravo team it of seems, imps. It's super crazy. Like, that seems really crazy. I did not expect that at all. So how large of... uh, I'm not so much worried about the multiplayer maps, but the campaign maps themselves. Can you essentially make a full level? I don't... I don't... Yes. I I don't know what the limit of that is, because the... What I was wondering was if you could make, like, sort of your own user-created campaign, which sort of happened with the classic dooms like there there were these offshoot doom campaigns that i don't know that id technically made they were like plutonia tnt final doom all this all this stuff that i don't know that id developed themselves and it was like its own campaign what if with its own maps and own enemy placements and all this stuff and i'm wondering if people can do that with this what if at some point they release the ability to add a narrative yeah well, they totally could. Even they if could even totally if just through that. text. 
Yeah. Like just subtitle narrative. Yeah. That might awesome. already exist. Like you so in the game, you can pick up those PDAs that give you like the journal codex <laughs> entry stuff, right? That item might be available in SnapMap. I don't know. Oh, and then you can assign text in that. Ex- exactly. Yes. So I don't know. It just I was super surprised by that little exposure I had to it. So I maybe it won't be anything, but maybe it will. I have pretty high hopes for it though. Now, we, if it's something special and you get through all the trainings, it, will it be something you actually like sink time into? I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I've never really messed around with creative stuff like other than maybe Minecraft, but I've always tried to get into know. that sort of thing, especially with like Forge and Halo, but Yeah. I'd rather be playing than than designing something. Playing all the crazy yeah. amazing shit everybody yeah. else makes. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, there are go- there are going to be people that are crazy mm-hmm. and sink a ton of time into that. Like stuff. I have total respect for those people, but the amount of time that it takes to actually make something that comes out at a point yeah. where people want to play it isn't yeah. something that you can take lightly. No, no. And I kind of have always wanted to put time into that just because I've always been somewhat interested in making a game. Like, mm-hmm. and I still am. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll mess around with it. We'll see. Probably not. Because <laughs> it, it really is intensive. Like, as soon as it started throwing in the whole logic tutorial, I was like, holy shit. Nope. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can handle you this. You were like, oh, this is amazing, but also now I don't want to do it because it's even more than I was expecting. Yeah. I almost feel like you could just treat it as an RTS, though. Where, like, what you do you ass- mean? Like, you assign certain functions to certain groups. It's, it's kind of the same thing as applying a logic to an enemy. Well, you can't... It's not like an RTS, because in order for the created thing to function, you have to, you have to initiate it to play it. Like, it's not like you're playing that aspect of assigning things. You know, like, you... You wouldn't you wouldn't make this group of enemies controllable by the player. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess I was thinking too much into it. Yeah, just it, that, that. What would really be crazy is if somebody could do that, but I don't. That's just way out of the bounds of the possibilities <laughs> right now. But I think, anyway, the single player. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think? I love it. I was I into it, it within. Like three minutes. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's, I mean, that's all it took. It had been a while since we uh, we played the beta, so I was like, okay, this is really fast, you know, and I just got accustomed to it really quickly, and I just really started loving the feel of swinging your shotgun and timing the shot on the way by to smack an imp in the face, and yeah, the glory kills are great. There's no time wasted on animation. Like it's good and satisfying, but it's over and done with in less than a second. It really is and, very you know, fast. I'll glory like kill everybody. You glory kill you know, someone. It's always me. the same thing. It's at least somewhat variable. With yeah, it varies. Yeah. It varies enough, and it varies per enemy type. And yeah, I. Blah, blah, blah. One of the things I loved immediately that I didn't remember is not having to reload, which is I forgot yeah, about right. that too. Which is true to form, but it's like it really is. It, but it's so good because. And this is my fault. I'm such a piece of shit in those games where you have a weapon wheel whether it's Wolfenstein, Quake, Doom now, whatever, I'm always going through the whole wheel and reloading all my weapons, and I hate my life, and it's OCD. Really? Absolutely. 
incessantly doing that throughout gameplay. It's horrible. It's an affliction. Holy shit. That's yeah, insane. It, doesn't it <laughs> suck? And Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, and now I don't have to worry about that. So Yeah, there you go. That that uh th- and again, that's <laughs> all on me, but it just makes me appreciate it even more. But uh yeah, pretty So amazing. you would just go through each weapon, reload it, and then change weapons. Correct. All game long. You don't I feel like that's such a that. waste of time. No. Yeah, it's like you so I'm, don't you need got, to do I'm, that. I'm not defending it. No, you yeah. don't need to do it. And yes, it's a waste of time. And yes, I do it anyways because OCD. I uh my version of that is I incessantly reload. Like just in anything. general. Just I don't know. Uh I do this even playing like playing Fallout. I've been playing that recently. Just anytime I get through a wave of enemies. I immediately hit reload, even if I don't need to. Like it could be, yeah, it could but that be a makes mini. sense. But I but think, think oh. about it this way. Think about it this way. Like it could be a mini gun where I shot two bullets out of a clip of six million yeah. rounds. No, Nick, and I, I do that still too. would reload. I do that too. I don't think it's an. I, that, I think that's. Normal. I think this is normal. Yeah. Mine, yeah, is weird. <laughs> I, I think that thought, is normal. I initially thought you meant like reload a checkpoint for something or reload a save. Oh, yeah, which no. which is why I was really confused. No. Uh, no, Speaking of saving, you gave me a good segue. I'm glad they got rid of saving. Yeah, you can't really. That's awesome. You can't really take advantage of that. No. Well, and and for stupid people like me, uh, like if I feel a compulsion to save, too bad. Like just play it, get to a checkpoint. If you don't make it, you're out of luck. Yep. So checkpoints seem to be pretty often too they're, pretty common they are pretty yeah. forgiving it yeah. seems it's any time you kill a certain group of enemies no i've died yeah. i've died probably i've only beaten three chapters i've probably died a dozen times i'm on ultra violence i've died once from falling off <laughs> i i don't yeah. hate it um the only thing i do the loading times are a little longer than i'd like when's it but, you mean just getting in because it doesn't load in map like whenever I, when I die and reload okay yeah never mind that. yeah but now, granted, I don't have any fancy hard drives or new Xboxes. I have the the most core experience, so that's probably why. But um, I, I'm not really complaining. The only the only thing I really hated, and I don't know if it's the game yet or my headset. You guys can chime in. I was trying to use my headset because so far my favorite my Turtle Beaches for the listeners. My favorite thing about the game is the music. I I love that. I love the heavy, stupid, bassy music. It's, it's like it's like shitty chugging techno metal. Like yeah, it's horrible, but, it's, but it works. And it, and and it for Doom, a bit it's great when you activate yeah. one of the demon pods in the demon rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it gets, it gets real like intense. heavier. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just the big the big thing for me is that pumping bass, and I think it's hilarious in that game. But mm-hmm. I, it kept cutting out. Oh, yeah, like. As if I had a bad internet connection or something, which has nothing to do with sound. I'm just trying to liken what it sounded like in my head. And I assumed it was my headset because I haven't had the best luck with Turtle Beach. And I kind of hate them in retrospect. Isn't that a newer headset too? Yes. It's practically brand new. Get the Microsoft one. I'm I'm telling you, it's great. Well, if I have more trouble, then I'm going to have to do that. But, um, But I swear I heard it happen once or twice Whenever I was just playing the game with my speakers. And my last guess is maybe it was because it was still installing. So I need to try again today. Oh, no. you were actually playing it while it was installing? Yeah. You know what's so funny? I would I would totally what? assume that's why. You know what's funny is Doom is the first game I've ever done that with. 
Usually when I'm wow. installing a game, I've never, I no, for some reason, I'm I don't sa- feel like I should play until it's fully I'm, installed. But- I am the same way, and it was just taking too long. Plus, um, in the past, I've tried to, and I never know why it's even an option. Because you'll, it says ready to start, you boot the game up, and then it's like, okay, here we are, we've booted it, it up, but you can't doesn't actually, actually let you do it. Yeah, you just sit on the yeah. menu. I'm like, why do they have this feature? Well, in Doom, you can actually start playing. Yeah, Interesting. So whenever I, it was like halfway through, I, was only I got 70. in, and I was just anticipating maybe going to the menus, adjusting my settings, checking out the right. multiplayer menus, and all of a sudden it let me play, so, whatever. Right. So I'm, yeah, oh. that was a feature touted by this generation that no games ever really take yeah. advantage of. Um, yeah. While well, we're on the topic of, go ahead, Simon. The, any game you're installing allows you to start early. No, but, I'm, that's what. But I'm saying, like, they let you start it, and you can't actually play anything. But are we sure on that? Because yeah, I've I, only tried it. Once. I tested it. I've probably only tested it with like one game because I don't use my Xbox. But I know for sure. Uh, Might have been Destiny. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm not making the, the blanket statement that all games are like that. I'm saying I've tried it with at least two, and it didn't work. And who knows? Right. Maybe it's multiplayer components only. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So you know what? I bet you I tried it on one of the Halos. And it didn't and work. Then I and then I understand why. Definitely work. didn't work for Halo. I know that for sure. Okay, so, it, you know, and yes. maybe if I tried to play Doom Multi, it wouldn't have worked. I wouldn't know. Right. But um, just before I forget, the other audio thing that I, uh, two things, I, I found a, like a secret bobblehead thing, and it played, yeah, it played um, retro Doom music, which was amazing. And then there was another time, I think in Chapter 3, when I walked into a room, the door sealed behind me, and it made the exact door closing noise from the first game. And oh, it, I didn't notice. It that. was not a secret or anything. It just played the same noise, and I was very happy about that. I just, I just played through chapter three earlier, and I didn't notice. But that's awesome. For subtle things, I don't know why they don't do more of that. Like for armor and health pickups, why did they not make it the exact same noise? Oh man, it would have been great. It why, been why great would you not do same. that? It's the same. Effect, yeah. It's the same noise in the classic map, little secret areas. That's well cool. because you're playing the original I, game. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> no oh. shit. Okay. Okay. God. Yeah. So but they should have done that. I, uh, in keeping with the sound design, like I remember in the beta when we were playing, where you can see us play at our YouTube channel, Two V One Podcast at YouTube. Um, we complained that the shotgun doesn't sound as good and like the guns don't sound as good but now that i'm playing the full game they definitely feel and sound better they yeah they either tweaked them or maybe it was just seeing it in the full context of everything but it's yeah i'm happy also in regards to the shotgun though it was just the super shotgun that we heard the sound for right not as opposed to regular yeah and we had we had higher expectations because it didn't sound like anything Right. I mean, but you could play with all the other guns in multiplayer and nothing really blew me away. But like now that I'm playing it, the the for example, the assault rifle, I told you guys Great. in the chat like it sounds terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like it just sounds really terrifying. Like the base is really heavy on every bullet fired out of that gun. It's crazy. I think I still think one of my favorite uh assault rifle and definitely like maybe the most distinctive assault rifle noise is the pulse rifle from the alien movies yeah that noise yeah. is so distinctive i love that yep. it's like the guns from the opening scene of terminator 2 yeah that yeah that too <laughs> um 
So I'm trying to think about other things that I love because it, it's just seriously, if if you're on the fence, it is pure entertainment. And, and if you like fast really gameplay, is. if you're not into the fast stuff, you're gonna absolutely hate it. And um, you you cannot, at least on ultra violence, you can't stand still. If you stand still, you die. Mm. It like immediately. If you're in a firefight and you stand still, you get killed within two seconds. So you are constantly running and gunning, and it's it's a lot of fun that they somehow really I, did. I feel a like job. we I feel like we all play games very differently because I'm not standing still, but I don't move a ton. Like, if I'm getting shot at, I feel like I can dodge those orbs that come at me. Okay, I was going to say that. Orbs, yeah, but, like, for enemies behind you, you can't, you don't have eyes in the back of your head. I mean, I always am at a wall. I make sure that nothing can get behind me. I don't know. I wanted to say that I think it's amazing that they somehow managed to recreate dodging orbs, fireballs, and projectiles like 20 years later from original doom yeah you know like that that's one of the biggest things in that game is that you can sidestep things yeah if i'm facing an imp or any enemy with a projectile sure but i mean there's just i'm I'm curious uh josh what difficulty are you on ultra violence okay i I just didn't know if you were on a different one but yeah i mean if i i you're right we play differently i don't back up against walls because yeah i, I would never think about i wouldn't that. like i don't that. back <laughs> up against the wall i just make sure i know what's behind me that nothing can come unless i mean there are times where they spawn like randomly with those teleporty things they do mm-hmm. but i mean i haven't had an insane amount of problems yet um i um i found myself dying a lot to the dudes with shields they are pieces of shit because yeah, they're, they're irritating because the bullets bounce off of it and hit you well with the plasma uh rifle you can actually like take down the shield pretty quick oh yeah mm-hmm. i was i didn't know that so i, I was using that. the yep. i was using like the secondary fire on the shotgun that does like the triple blast well see you took a different secondary fire i took the explosion well fire. i have i have both yeah now, i have okay. both also. but but uh yeah i like that triple blast one and if you do that directly into that shield it fires back and kills you <laughs> like i i just kept killing myself the, the I was trick like, with what? them is if you just stay far away, they'll put their shield down for the most part. You can you can get behind them very that, easily. Too. I guess I haven't tried that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can just run around behind them because they're not very smart. But <laughs> so yeah, weapon mods are awesome, and you can permanently also get upgrades for your health, armor, and I didn't ammo. expect any of that. Yeah, I didn't either. And it's I, it's welcome. I'm fine with it. It's it's simple, fine. It's simple and straightforward enough that yeah, it's very yeah, it's very whatever. straightforward. It's fine, and it actually um. It it rewards you for being thorough because if you clear an entire chapter of the enemies, it gives you more weapon upgrades. But you don't have to do that. Yeah, which is interesting. And then you can upgrade each in, like each of your mods for your weapon individually. Right. And right. in the last tier, it doesn't take upgrade points. It actually makes you like you have to do something with that weapon. Like I'm on the last uh, I'm on the last thing for the explosive rounds with the shotgun, and you have to get direct hits on imp. On imps to upgrade it. Speaking of, hmm. I, I like the challenges additions. I was going to ask what you guys thought about that. I'm not paying attention to them. I check. I check at the beginning. And um, what, what's nice is if you accomplish it and like you die because you were doing something stupid to get to ch- get the challenge, you're good. You you do it once, and mm-hmm. it's not like you uh, have to do it and survive. Right. So it, and it's it's not a detractor. So far, they're straightforward enough that you kind of just end up doing them anyways. As long yeah, as most of them are that way playing like blowing up barrels and killing three by doing so it's, five it's, different glory kills or yeah. whatever i mean in in chapter three i didn't complete any of them one of them was just find two collectibles surprised you didn't get that one 
I didn't get I that. I don't know. I told I I'm like I said, I'm not doing anything mm-hmm. like I'm not seeking things out. Really. I'm not. If I happen to notice a, a secret, I'll try and get it for like two minutes. And if <laughs> I don't get it, I don't care. Like I'm just moving on because I did notice that you can go back to the previous missions whenever you want from the from the beginning menu. Yeah. So if so, I ever do want to do that, yeah, just go back and do it. Have the option. Yeah. Yeah. What about um? I whenever we you, we initially talked about the uh, how how quick it plays. How fast are you guys playing at? Like uh, your accurate, your aim and whatnot. Do you, did you change it at all, or do you just default? You well, I'm on default PC, so I spin oh, around right. like PC. immediately. <laughs> I set mine all the way down to twenty percent, and it's still fast. Hmm, that's fantastic. I'm surprised you turned it down. I any shooter I play, it's I always turn it down. Like with Halo, I'm at like two. I think I'm I think I'm a one or two on Halo, Josh. But for for me, Doom the fast part is part of the experience for me. That's why I left it at default. Yeah, being able to like whip around immediately is amazing. I love it. I played two multiplayer matches. I didn't yeah. get into a match at first, which was weird. Like it failed. It just yeah, it just never connected to a match. Like almost like huh. no one was playing. But then I switched playlists and I got it no problem. Uh, the only thing different from from the beta is there's like four or five different demons that you can choose from immediately. Immediately, yeah, which is pretty cool. I, you have to unlock them, so the revenant's the only one that's still unlocked for me. But okay, I'd like to see the other ones. Like one of them, I don't, I forget what they're called. They're the big giant ogres with horns. Mancubus. Yes. Oh wait, that, I think that's no, familiar. probably not the mancubus. Well, I remember seeing names. I feel like I saw that one. Either way, uh, I got... Yeah, he, that's the big before. fat slob with Gatling guns. Or at least yeah. it was in the old ones. Okay, well, he didn't have Gatling guns. I got killed by one. He literally just walked up with me to me and ripped me in half. And that's, <laughs> that's it. That was it. It was fantastic. Did you guys get a Berserk pack? What? Yet. Amazing. I ripped a guy's it's, head vertically. It's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. The, the power up on it, the second level. Yeah, in original Doom, it was just an instant kill from punching. But now that they have like the melee, crazy, ridiculous kills, what other they just like, ramp them up? Power ups are there? Is it just those ones? That was the only. Well, there was that invincibility, invisibility, and I think that's it in original Doom. So I don't know. I don't know if they'd even bother doing the invisibility stuff in this one because it kind of, kind of doesn't make sense. That made sense in classic Doom. Yeah, but. Invincibility, I'm sure, is available somewhere. I got one that was like faster recharge too. Now that I remember about it. Oh, I don't. I don't think in it was a single player. Yeah, I don't think it was a. Nope, never mind. It was multi. Disregard. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was gonna say that sounds weird for single player. Yeah. Nope. Disregard. But yeah, I'm having yeah. a lot of fun with it so far. I'm. I'm so happy. I'm just so happy because it's exactly what I expected. Like this is all I wanted. I don't care if it has a story or anything. This is what I wanted. It's just fun to play. And I was unbelievably impressed within 30 seconds of just the overall visuals. It looks amazing. Like, it, immediately. Just laying down, with chained down to that cement thing. It, it just yeah. looked fantastic. Yeah, it looks really good. Is it running on at 60 on consoles? I, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine. I don't know. I, my head, I, I but I'd feel imagine. like it is, yeah. Okay. But I'm not, if I not, can't confirm that. 
that's it's I was just curious. Yeah. The uh there there's like small touches still that are just callbacks to classic Doom too that I love because uh when it's loading a new episode and showing you the map of the facility, like it was rudimentary in the original Dooms, but it would give you an overview of the episode and where you were going every time you started the next map. And, like, that's totally what they're going for with this loading screen, even though it's way more in-depth, like, with a more current-generation game. But, like, it's it's small stuff like that, like the key cards straight out of the original Doom, yep. like blue, yep. yellow, and red. I haven't found a red one, actually. Yeah, I've only seen there is red. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, like, uh, it's just so good. It's, uh, unless, it's so good. Unless I'm thinking about those dead soldiers that you pull chips from, so I don't know. Yeah, I haven't that, seen a red the, one yet. They're definitely red, but it's yeah. not a red key Yeah, card. that's why I'm wondering if I'm getting that confused. Yeah. So, any complaints? Because this is, we, we have to no. have something. <laughs> don't go looking for one, Josh. For one, oh, well, I have this... one. I already said you. I already said what it is. But it's. A, I guess you guys both said it's just like a kickback to the original. It's not even a big deal. I don't ever even look at the map. Like, why are you looking at? The yeah, map? me neither. I, I. I don't know. I look at the map. I see where I'm going. Yeah, is that I, weird? I, is that? Jo- Josh is a doom. Philistine. It's too. It's too fast paced. Like I. I have no reason to look at the map. Yeah. But there. I feel like there's still downtimes. There definitely is downtimes, but it's not like I'm confused on where I'm going. Yeah. No, but like when I pick up a new key card, I look at the map up like, all right, here's the two doors. I mean, I remember in my head, but I still, for some reason, I just have a habit of opening a map. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, and I also, the, the two seconds that I looked at the map had no problem with it. So I don't know again, well, like what the, you're complaining. The third stage specifically with all the different levels, it's just, yeah, it's a mess. Hmm. Well, just, just to clarify for the listeners. Josh's quote complaint was he was like the the maps are a nightmare and then to which Nick and I said that's the way it's supposed like that's how they were in the other ones man the original maps were just like all a over mess the place. of lines yeah they were just lines everywhere yeah. with like sort of what looked like doors and then your character was a triangle I think yeah and that was basically all that was on the map mm-hmm. and I never looked at it in those ones either well, there's no wrong way to play a game. Except for the way that you play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well I did uh I've died. I once. did have one fucker. I did have one crash for no reason. But Because you're on PC. Yeah, I, I don't know what like I don't know what caused it. I was just in the middle of playing and it just like closed. But I haven't had any other issues. And I was telling amazingly. Have you played since you originally played this morning or whatever? Yeah, I did not have a problem have with issue. my save. Okay, that's the only other thing I saw, and it was from one person I saw online saying that they tried to get back into their saves after yeah. quitting out, and they had to restart and reinstall it because it just wouldn't let them back in. Yeah, that sounds like a really odd bug. But, yeah, it it runs amazingly. Like, I'm just adoring it on Ultra Settings. So smooth. <laughs> <laughs> well, universal praise. Yeah. And and exact like I I've actually seen people complaining like oh there's no story blah 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 what what were you expecting yeah like I mean do like I know I understand there's probably a lot of people playing this game that have no experience with any of the other ones there's only three other ones but that wasn't ever the point <coughs> so, souls like, yeah exactly it, yeah actually similar too because of sto- uh, 
what the point you're making with story. Yeah, like this is straight up fun gameplay. That's it. Yeah. That's all it is. And it's frantic and crazy and violent. So It's a little violent. It's pretty violent. <laughs> it's pretty violent. Yeah. Pools of I can't blood. wait to see more of the hell levels. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm really looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, same. Boss fights. I heard they're not bad, actually. Um, I wish they didn't exist. From a difficulty standpoint? But- no, I just wish there weren't boss fights. Like, because technically that's not a Doom thing. No, but you would just fight. Like, it would be a level where it would you just would fight introduce an, hundreds a new enemy. of enemies. Yeah, or something. And, and Doom Three, Doom Three technically did bosses, but we're gonna discount Doom Three as it is not a classic Doom in any way, shape, or form. And we're gonna discount re- it to a we lower price. We visited it lately, and we were like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> Even though I loved it when it came I still out. think it's a cool game. Yeah. It's very not Doom. Yeah. Really. Like and it's, at this it's point, like a, very It's dated. like a horror game. Yeah. It's a slow-crawling horror game. But, yeah. I'm thrilled. I'm just thrilled that it didn't come out and was shit. I know you were like worrying that. about that. Seriously. I was a little worried. I was, too. I mean, honestly, I was yeah. not even anticipating playing it at launch. And then all of a sudden, like, for some reason, all the hype, I just gave in. I was like, I'm getting it. And now yeah. I'm glad I did. So. So video yes. games. Perfect. Introductory okay. uh, half or half hour doom initial reactions. And how far? I'm three chapters in. What about you guys? I just finished Only the third. Chapters. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I, Sweet. I didn't have a lot of time to play it. And then I spent, like, an hour with Snap Map. So. Yeah. Cool. Well. How was Fallout, Nick? I can't talk about it. Oh. Yeah, it's it's actually That's right. under NDA. Yeah, so I can't... I forgot about I'm that. Playing, I, I, I played and finished Far Harbor, but I can't say anything. Th- this is fun. So. This is funny. Isn't this it is fun? fun. <laughs> I, feel, I feel really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but yeah, like I'm, I'll have a... Planning to do a video review that I will post when it comes out May 19th. So just being able to say that is fun, isn't I can't it? Talk and it's it. not like anything special. It was only because I signed up for that beta access stuff. So. Now, with that, would you have gotten it free if you didn't have the season pass, or is it only if you had the season pass? It, yeah, I would have got it free. So technically, I paid for it for no reason. But I, but that was a risk that we talked about mm-hmm. previously. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't care. Whatever. Well, yeah, I wonder how, wonder how many people got into that. Like, wonder how that worked. I don't know because it's weird that they only did it. For Far Harbor, yeah, like and so close technically to launch. They, too. Yeah, I mean it's in a week. It comes out in like not even a week. It comes out in a couple of days. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I guess last minute fixes. Actually, you know what? I did. I got access to it like a week ago. So two weeks. I've I've two had two weeks it. prior to launch essentially. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's still kind of quick, but they you throw a little patch together if anything's found, I guess. That that was the point. It said like, let us know if you find any issues or whatever. You know what? That's I I had no. That's problem. really fun coming from a Bethesda game because they kind of just have their little bugs and glitches and yeah, because they're super buggy in the first people, place. Yeah. People know and expect it, but I never actually really had many problems with Fallout. I didn't. Though. I've never had in problems four. with any of their games, quite honestly. Well, I mean, they all have their jankiness, but like nothing's ever been broken like the spinning head broken no yeah not for me 
actually, New Vegas had problems, but that technically wasn't Bethesda. It was Obsidian. Yeah, that's true. And I had, like, stuff like Oblivion, you had permanent items in your inventory. But, again, that doesn't really... Oh, it's just stupid. I didn't know that. Yeah, that happened to me all the time. Oh. There would be things that would just... You couldn't get out of your inventory, which was irritating, and that's it. <laughs> didn't, oh, man, that would it. make Not me so upset. I didn't like it, Josh. I, I know. I, but, I'd imagine you not being a fan of that. But but the funny thing is, um, you could. It, it was like a trade off. Even though you had to stare at it in your inventory, it would be permanently applied to your character stats, the bonuses that you got. So I was like, eh, okay, hmm. it's a trade off. Is it worth it though? But no, not to see that there. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, so Nick had his little Fallout craze and. I've been listening to nothing but Fallout music for the past three days, and I've come to realize that's absolutely my favorite thing about all of those games. <laughs> the music. Yep. They, they, I wouldn't get half the enjoyment out of them without the music that I do. I'm not even not even making that up. And it's it's hilarious because Josh and I didn't listen to it at not all. Yeah, I, I have I have probably ninety hours in that which, game, which which blows me away because so, I don't. I'm not saying nobody nobody does that. Obviously, I'm sure there's tons of others like you, but I don't personally know anybody else who doesn't listen. So do you, do you listen during like firefights? I listen or? 24 if when I'm playing the game, I listen to it. Yeah, see I I could do that. I don't know. Yeah. The thing the thing that always drove me a little crazy is that characters talk to you and it can still be playing. It, it's like, it's toned maddening. it's like toned down. It doesn't interfere at all. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mhm. Yeah, I never have it on. I guess it, it would. It wouldn't be like playing over their voices or anything like that. Oh yeah, I definitely expected it to be. Yeah, and and again, on top of everything else, I love that music from right. the '40s, '50s, and '60s. If you are either a indifferent or b dislike that, then definitely don't listen to it. You know what I mean? So that's another yeah. factor, not just the gameplay factor. I did. Uh, I did tune in and like the tiniest little thing about. Not really even Far Harbor. This is just post game, post main game in Fallout. If you turn on that radio station, probably the one that plays the oldie music, the uh, the the DJ acknowledges what happens with the. Institute. They they've always done that. Okay, yeah. yeah, the DJ, depending on events in the in the game, they'll talk about them and stuff like that. And actually, right, uh, I think I've told you about this before. The DJ is such a horrible piece of shit in four. But mm. there's a quest line that you can do with him that changes his demeanor. And he is, like, not a timid, cowardly piece of shit anymore. Never knew that. Yeah. It's pretty... Did you did you ever do anything with him? Even though yeah. you didn't listen... Yeah, there's a quest no. line with him. Like, with, with Travis, I think his name is. Huh. So. Cool. I thought I was pretty thorough in that game. I guess not. Yeah. Unless you did something that negated being able to... Negated yeah. it, maybe. Possible. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's yeah. Fallout, though? One of the problems with Fallout, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'll talk about Far Harbor next week. Actually, the nineteenth. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What else is going on in video games? I bought Overwatch. So did I. The beta convinced me to buy me it too. Now that's a good beta. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> like compared to all the other ones that we've talked about, that just actually turn us away, <laughs> or true. at least me. Like, for once, it was really nice to experience a game that was like, wow, I totally want to buy it, this. You and nine million other people. 
Yeah, played it. Ba- very successful beta, actually. Almost 10 million people played it. More than Battlefront, more than Gears. More than the current registered players of the division. More than... <laughs> yes, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that number, and, and I kind of got a little excited inside because Destiny was three times that. Yeah, and Destiny's been out longer yes. with way more content. But let me have some happiness for Destiny. It is kind of funny, though. I mean, like, for all the shit that Destiny has got, they have a crazy successful Do, do you want to hear something insane? Thing. So, I don't know if you saw this number or not, but their overall individual player counts around 30 million, they said. Did, did you yeah. see the average amount of hours each character? A hundred. That's fucking insane that's fucking crazy. average yeah average is a hundred per character yeah. my lord that's more than probably 99 percent of players put into any single game ever yeah I'm, i bet you the only thing that could compete with that is wow oh my god wow is probably disgusting yeah, yeah wow, is wow is thousands i'm sure right it, i'm just i'm just thousands. saying for something to blow past that it would take wow yeah. Point. Wow, yeah. maybe like something like Diablo and Dota and League, but like no, no single player like Dota, shooters yeah. has something. right. No, it, well, Destiny I don't. Know, really I don't know why I said single player. <laughs> I just shooter. No shooter. Weird. Weirdly, I think we know what you're talking okay. about. Thank yeah. you. But you're what, what you're trying to say? Non MMO, non esport. Destiny's an MMO. Yeah, sort yeah. of. <laughs> sort of is, but. Anyway, Overwatch. Did not not much more to say other than like I was not very up on it in the last episode. Like I was having fun, but I feel like I was still like you were. way on the fence. Apprehensive. And it was just like within within like a couple more like plays, I was just like, wow, I'm totally enjoying this. It's like it's so fast. The characters are fun to experiment with. It's not something that, like, you need to be super invested in. Like, it's just something I'm going to pick up and play, like, a game or two, and that's it, maybe. Or maybe I'll play for hours on end. I don't know. But, <laughs> or maybe like, I'll play for six hours and not eat. <laughs> yeah, like, it. it's totally that kind of experience. Like, you don't have to be super invested. A game <laughs> might last for, like, two or three minutes, and that's it. And it's... It's always intense. Like, it was always intense. Every game I played, I played a little bit with Cody, and, like, we had some really good games. We had some really bad games. We had some really intense games. Like, it was it was so balanced. It was awesome. I had no intention of getting it prior to the beta. Me None. either. Me either. I thought, I was like, oh, this is going to be another game. I'll just play for a little bit just to see what it is, and I definitely won't buy it. Does and it? I bought it. Does this go a couple episodes back to whenever... Josh had a, quote, news announcement, and he was like, Overwatch is going to be awesome. No, that, that's not like Overwatch. That. that was, um, I had the wrong Cliffy title. Cliffy B's game, Lawbreakers. Oh, Lawbreakers, yeah. that's right. Okay. I couldn't remember what the title was. It's, it's funny you bring that up, because I did want to say something about that. I, did, I signed up for the alpha, and I'm waiting. Hopefully I get invited to that. I was so negative about that game. Right? Without knowing anything about it, just seeing it and knowing what it is, that it's sort of like Overwatch. It's a team-based thing with abilities and characters and whatever. Way more open-minded about what that game could be now. Good to hear, because I've, I've heard because, good about because it. Of, because of what impression Overwatch made on me, 
Lawbreakers could totally be something like this. Like, it's it's very similar, actually. And it has its own... From what it sounds like, it has its own game type that isn't even close to anything that's in Overwatch. So it's not like it's even going to be exactly the same. Like, it'll have a different adversarial experience. So And it has the whole... Yeah. Uh, gravity-related function throughout the entire game. Yeah, like the map actually changes yeah. things. Yeah. Speaking of Lawbreakers, this is kind of old news now, but I really like how they went back from going from a... or went from going from a free-to-play model to just a standalone release. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a great call on their part. Yeah, I mean, who knows what that really means. But it's just, just getting like, away it... from the free-to-play in general, I would love to see more of, I guess. For no real reason, yeah. just a personal thing. Like, I'd rather just a standalone. You think it's game. annoying. I feel like it's just it's a thing that is a reality, and certain games are going to be made that way. And I kind of don't ever think about it as being a negative influence anymore. Not so much negative overall, but just personally. Like I'm gonna, I'll use Warframe yeah. for example. I downloaded Warframe, and I I played a ton of it on PS3, but I never spent money on it. Right now, if Warframe was a $60 title, I would go buy it if I had access mm. to everything. But I get why they don't do that, because they're just raking in money from all the microtransactions. Right. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It it does kind of lock you out of something, but, like, at the same time, like, what what if you did play it right now and decided to spend $60? Yes, and I've thought about doing that, but now yeah, is not you the know, time. like, what, what's the difference? You might actually end up with more content or something. And being able to know? choose specifically what you want, spending that money as opposed to yeah. having everything unlocked. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There, there's, like, weird positives to free-to-play. <laughs> yes. And it's one of those things, just like digital games, how I never thought I'd get into it, and I would always be against it, but who knows? Maybe spending yeah. money on digital things like that in the future with just microtransactions won't be a big deal. I don't necessarily want to see every no. game No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but... Yeah, like, it, it has its benefits in a weirdly hard-to-acknowledge like, way. Like, imagine if, and this obviously would never happen, but if, imagine if Mass Effect, when it launched, it was just a campaign, and then it, and then it mm. released a free-to-play multiplayer mode that you had to download differently. That's basically, oh, like a separate mm -hmm. thing? I mean, that's basically what it was in 3. Yeah, you just didn't have to download it. True. You had yeah. to install it. Yeah. Second disc. Oh no! You could play it. No, you could play it on either disc. I think I don't remember. I forgot that game was multiple discs. Yeah, <laughs> don't remember. But yeah, Overwatch. Yeah, I'm I'm very look very much looking forward to that coming. I've out. been craving it since the beta quit. Yeah, and and like now that like Doom's out, and I was never really gonna spend time playing the multiplayer anyway. I can get that fast based twitchy craziness with Overwatch. Yeah. And it's almost it's almost so. a disservice to call Overwatch what it was a beta. It wasn't really a beta. It's it, basically it was pretty the full much game. the full game. Yeah, it was the full game. Which at at launch, what it will be. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if there's more maps or if they were if that was all of them. That was probably all the maps because there there were a decent. There were amount. a lot of them. Yeah, I'm sure that was all of them. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, and I guess really the only other thing were cosmetic unlocks, but I think those were all also in there too. So. Right, yeah, I mean, technically, if you played the shit out of the beta, you could probably unlock everything. Only it didn't carry over to when it fully releases. Yeah. Which is a weird 
choice on their I mean, part. It's crazy how May turned out to be such a fantastic month between Doom, Overwatch, and uh, freaking Blood and Wine comes out at the end of the month. Yeah, very excited oh, for that. So Witcher's pumped. last. Witcher's last DLC. Yep. Can't wait. Other than that, I, I don't know. If, oh, Homefront. <laughs> remember we played. Who remember cares? we played that beta. That that was yeah, the most. That game, that game is going to get destroyed. That was the worst beta I've ever played. Yeah, that that thing is doomed. You know what though? It's it's crazy that yeah. I've seen some people excited for it. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It looks like shit. <laughs> it did not play. It did not play well either. So whatever. Unless they made drastic changes. No, they couldn't have. I don't think. <laughs> Just no. No, I I don't know. That's a non. That's one of those non games. <laughs> it it is kind of a non game. Yeah. What else has been going on in the world of video games? Um. I don't know. I I don't know what. I know Alex, you finished Dark Souls. Yeah. I don't know if we want to wrap up any talk of Dark Souls. Yeah, I, actually, I think that's a good idea. Especially We're kind of nearing the, like, at the end of the episode, so people aren't annoyed. Yeah, I, I do want to wrap that up. Uh, I'll make I'll make my, my final personal plug. Um, Nick, a couple weeks ago, finally beat Nameless King, the final horrible side boss. Extremely difficult, but it's like any other boss in Souls. You learn it, you adapt to it, and, uh, you know, yeah. there, there's always a solution. I actually thought it was cool, because I'm watching all these nut jobs on the internet who play these games without getting hurt much less killed mm-hmm. and a lot of them are naked as in the character not the player and <laughs> so i decided to strip my character down and i took him under a 30 percent uh, equipment load because that's how you get a, a an actual fast faster roll and faster stamina regeneration and um i ended up mastering it like pretty quickly and <clears throat> had a great time fighting that boss anyhow um so i beat the game it was great, and then I, I've made the statement. I think I made it last week, where I said I loved it. I just it really sort of didn't need to exist, and I'm I'm pulling back from that statement only a tiny bit. And I'll let Nick fill in the holes here because there are some people talking about some really weird theories and cool shit that in my head justifies its existence. And I'm still very glad that hopefully it's done as a series with the Dark Souls name, but. There's some right. just really cool shit about why, like, what's happening in the game. Yeah, and, like, for me and you, Alex, like, we played all the other games, but for the most part, the most callbacks in this one are to Dark Souls 1. Mm-hmm. And yep. on one hand, it's annoying because it feels... It's that recycling feeling. It feels too fan servicey. And it's recycling. Yeah. But if you're invested or interested at all in the lore, it's sort of interesting because it doesn't necessarily wrap things up, but it, like, expands upon the universe. Mm-hmm. And, we like, I hinted out how many, like, basically every episode when we talk about Dark Souls, like, that we want to keep some of this stuff held off a little bit, so... If you haven't played Dark Souls 3 and you want to keep things a surprise. As big of a surprise as they can be. (laughs) Yeah, as as big of a surprise as they can be. Stop listening now. (laughs) So, and and, and also Josh, chime in whenever because this stuff, 
would have been lost on you. And I was going to ask that after you're going to go over a couple things. I mean, the main thing that I want to bring up is that you revisit an exact location from Dark Souls 1 in a Norlando. And that was like, that's still one of the, I don't know, seminal moments in video games in like the last... 10 years when you reach a Norlando in the first Dark Souls. Like that that's a is really good way of putting it. The, the, way that, the way that it's presented to you is amazing because you get through hell. It, you get through basically <laughs> some of the hardest stuff in that game. Like you get through the opening stages. A Norlando is basically the halfway point of the first Dark Souls. And the way that it's presented to you is you like, you finish one of the most difficult area sends fortress that's just full of traps and bullshit had a decently difficult boss at the end who was the boss and in sends fortress it was at the very top it was like the this giant? giant guy with an axe yeah i remember he was a little annoying but you could cheese him because you could knock him off yeah. which was hilarious <laughs> but uh anyway after you beat him you're 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 whisked away by like spindly demon demon gargoyle demon gargoyles that actually are recycled as a character model in dark souls 3 for two seconds yep that you're whisked away and you're like what the hell is going on and then it like the game like opens up and shows this majestic pristine like castle gothic crazy location that is just like spires and flying buttresses and like the sun is shining and it's beautiful and like it's it's something I'll never forget in a game because like the opening stages of Dark Souls are just going through all this dead, dying, decaying, ruined garbage, and then you just see this untouched location that's just and, gorgeous. And to me, that's sort of where all the uh, there are uh, there's dozens of uh, recurring phrases that people put in the game, and to me, that's where like gorgeous view ahead. Yeah, originated. That's Definitely. what inspired that. That yeah, and view. like praise the sun. And yeah, stuff. so this yeah. is the exact like, same in Norlando, right? Absolutely. Okay, so here's yeah. my first question then. In Dark Souls three, when you're at a Norlando, and when you're at various other places, you can look out to the vista and see everything else. You can see Irithel. You can see Undead Settlement. Yeah. So where's those places from Dark Souls one? If this is the exact same in Norlando. So. That's part of the lore. Okay. In in and this has been kind of like this has been kind of hinted and subtle in every Souls game in that they're they're sort of like parallel dimensions because in the in Demon Souls like you could see other players playing the game as phantoms, right? So like they're they're technically in the same location as you, but they're in a different like time space. Okay. Well, all of them. You know. The, the, and, those, and that's, those like that's half the, translucent white things mm-hmm. that you see around bonfires. Yeah. yeah, and that's carried out through all the game. That's the series. That is Souls. You know, and like even looking at bloodstains and seeing how a uh, character in another dimension or time or world died. Like, it's it, there's just that running thing of like there is something weird with time and parallel dimensions happening. And so... What I've read about Dark Souls 3 is that because this is the end of the series and blah, 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 it's kind of like this culmination of everything coming to an end. 
and things are just colliding. Like the other the other worlds and dimensions are colliding in a really weird way. So a Norlando could technically pop up in the middle of another world. And the reason I can explain this is I read it I, I can't remember the exact item or like character. I think it's I think it's the one pyromancer that you find in Undead Settlement. I think he mentions something about how the high wall of Lothric just appeared one day. Like, it just showed up, and they were like, what the hell? And so, if you think about it that way, it's totally possible that maybe a Norlando just arose or appeared in the middle of Irithyll Valley one time. Yep. And, like, that's so cool. Yeah, like, that's so cool. That makes that makes the recycling a little easier to swallow. Could, yeah. So so it's kind of a focus on a Norlando. That's what I'm getting. Like, well, so so much of the lore is based on Dark Souls One because of how that game starts and what it's about. How Gwyn, the Lord of Cinder, was the uh, keeper of the first flame. Like he started all mm-hmm. of this shit, like the light and dark stuff. I can't totally explain it. I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. But but a lot of plenty of, what of YouTube happens, videos for that if you're interested. Yeah, there, there's plenty of things on YouTube. Like uh, Vadi Vidya, his channel are there. Those are really good lore videos. Really, and, uh, the ones the ones that are like hour long movies is Moonlight Butterfly. I think is the account. I still want to watch this. That was a boss in the first one. Right in Dark Souls. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But but the first Dark Souls is all about Gwyn and his family and how they were like gods. They became gods and ruled over this land and blah, blah, blah. And they had like an influence on even these parallel dimensions, I guess. Because like a lot of Dark Souls 3 is about their influence on just everything, basically. Like, uh, like when you're in an Orlando... It's it's ruined. Like it's not the pristine place. Mm-hmm. It's it's like things have occurred here now that it's it's been how many centuries later. There are potentially people that are descended from Gwyn's children, Guinevere and Gwendolyn. And one of them, which we never knew about, he had a third the nameless child, king. Is the nameless king. Yep. Or apparently is the nameless king. Mm-hmm. And you get freaking smiles armor. Yeah, there's all sorts of reasons why the Nameless King is thought of as his third child, because he accepted uh, living with dragons, he uses the lightning spear that Gwyn defeated the dragons with, blah blah blah, like there's all this connection stuff, and it's very interesting. It's just like, I love it, and I still don't like it at the same time. (laughs) I can't explain, like I can't explain why. But I definitely appreciate it too. I'm just I'm just very conflicted. So first off, I appreciate you understanding my initial question without having to go further into it, because I didn't know how else I was going to explain that. Yeah, like why was yes. Norlando there? Um, yeah, and also with a Norlando, it almost for some reason for a split second something you said or just a Norlando itself reminded me of what Bioshock is doing with the lighthouses. Oh. Yeah, you don't... <laughs> yeah. I guess Bioshock does that. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite was a stupid fucking game. I didn't, I didn't mind it. It I was not the first it. Bioshock, but I didn't mind it. I like the overall story, just with the whole lighthouse and everything. 
It was um, cool, but real, real. I have to correct myself only because I can't stand to say something incorrectly. Uh, I said Smile's armor. I meant Ornstein's, right, Nick? No, Smile was Smile was a big fat guy. I thought, and but the armor that you get after you kill Nameless King, that's Ornstein's. I think it's not fat armor. Oh, I don't Sm- remember. Smile's yeah, you had remember. to buy from the. Uh... Keeper and okay, then it's definitely Ornstein's after okay. King. And and Ornstein actually, his armor has been it was in Dark Souls, he was actually an enemy in Dark Souls 2. He was a boss in Dark Souls 2. He was just called like the Dragon Slayer or something. Oh, and the Dragon Slayer armor <laughs> in Dark Souls 3 is basically him too, only it's just I didn't realize that in 2. Oh, wow, yep. cool. Okay, so yep. then also, Nick, you mentioned this to me. When I first beat the soul of Cinder, that's his name, right? Yeah, it's, he's supposed to be yeah. the character. Your character? It's supposed to be your player character from Dark Souls. So how 1. how did you end up knowing that? Like how would I? Obviously, I haven't played it. So how is that given to the player? Fan fan theories. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's just a fan that, theory. Th- that's how. That's where all of this is coming from. Yeah, by the <laughs> they way. don't give they, you anything other than none, item None of this is from me deducing it on my own okay. in the game. Like, there are hints, but as always, these games, the lore comes from people talking to each and other. And really cryptic shit in the item descriptions. Okay, yeah. and what I'm... But there, there's a reason why the Soul of Cinder acts like the player character, how he changes his fighting, abil- his fighting stance and abilities and what he's mm-hmm. using. They're all totally things that you could have been using as a player in Dark Souls 1. Got it. Okay. So then, in Dark Souls 3, who is your character and what is he doing? I don't know. <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> ending ending the whole thing, I think. Ending the like cycle. Ending, ending the cycle of light and dark and whatever, I think. Which, which, the other thing is, I got the, quote, best ending. You have to get eight dark sigils. Yeah. But it's super cryptic but the way i saw it is instead of like this inevitability of dark souls one was basically okay light this fire but it's only prolonging the inevitable and then the ending of three would be that inevitability except if you have this best ending i get this impression that you're totally changing the fate of everything and you're not you're not only ending the cycle, but you're doing it in a way that gives power back to man or something. It's really See, weird. I don't that get ending it. you got, I, I thought it was the end of fire ending that was considered the actual ending. I don't think there is an actual ending. I don't think until, so either. Until From Software says, hey, this is the real ending. Yeah. I don't think any of them yeah. are the real ending. And I keep saying best only because that's what it's referred to on the internet. As. Yeah, which... And it's like, the hardest to get. It's, it's the weirdest yeah. to get. Yeah, it's the most involved and whatever. Yeah. I, I, like, none of it matters, I don't think, because, like, that ending is so cryptic that it really doesn't explain anything. It's not like it is like, oh, wow, that's totally what was happening the whole time, you know? So, like, that's why, to me, it's not one or the other. Like, not yeah. one is better than the other, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I, I don't know. It's... It's cool. Again, it's cool. It's not cool. The game was way too samey for fans, and like, 
it was also an amazing game and blah 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 i don't know <laughs> but i'm glad i'm glad we like talked about it yeah th- this was this was the most fascinating 10 minutes of my day thus far and and also like it's like josh this kind of sucks for you but like going through a norlando and like revisiting these areas that you did before and like seeing the dead giant blacksmith and like it was just like it was so cool like the first time invoked a lot of nostalgia yeah like the first time i was playing that was like wow this is actually really awesome and like it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense like they found a way to make this interesting and like time has passed and Etc. This doesn't sound like a game that one would also say shouldn't have existed. I know, yeah, right? Yeah, th- and but, that's why but... I said I stepped back from that it, once Nick enlightened me. It's just like, the my problems with that are that there was nothing really unique to this game that I can think of. Like, yeah. at all. Was, really. was, there, yeah. you, obviously... was there a uniqueness between 2 and 1? I would say I would say two had way more, two had way more weapons, armor. I would just uh, the, to answer that question, I would just say yes. Yeah, I mean yes. just yes, <laughs> and and it was different. Like it wasn't piggybacking on the successes of Dark Souls one, which three three did feels of two. like it was doing. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure they went and looked at player feedback and took the complaints of two, and that's of how course. they got three. Obviously, even though there yeah, shouldn't be any complaints of two. No, there shouldn't be. <laughs> but like yeah, like that's that's the only thing is like there's nothing there was nothing in 3 where I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is different." Like, "Oh, no, I remember this weapon. I remember this armor and ad nauseum. Like I've had <laughs> this weapon in every game. I've had this armor in every game. I've done this stuff in every game." Yeah. You know. I mean, the things that they'd made better in 3, like the boss battles, were great. Like, I thought all of them were great. They were challenging for me because I was playing a different play style. So, like, that was nice, where Dark Souls 2 was kind of easy. Mm-hmm. Like, that game was not hard, really. So, I mean, it had it had some minor improvements like that, but content-wise, it just felt so... So I, I could be super off base with this, and this is coming from a severe outside standpoint since I didn't play the first three games. But I, I feel like just from listening to you guys and hearing internet people speak that the Souls series, the Souls series doesn't really necessarily need to do anything unique from iteration to iteration. No, I don't think it does. But at the same time, we've mentioned before, I was very excited to play three. But it could have totally not existed, and I would have been fine. Yeah, agreed. you know, like it would have been fine. Like they could iterate it on it forever, and I'd probably play every single one. Agreed. But I don't want them to do that. Agreed. Like it just because I would play it doesn't mean I want them to do that. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we're we're coming but... down to like an existential video game crisis. Yeah the the only weird thing about it existing that is really good is, um. I would have been okay if they never had another a single another one after Dark Souls 2. But now that they did do 3, I actually have a sense of closure with that series, which is weird. Like I I have closure. Yeah, I maybe that's because of like the subtleties in the lore, but like, it is. I promise you that that sealed it for I, me. I never paid attention to the lore until recently. 
until recently. Like, I never gave a shit. Even, even when I was playing the first Dark Souls, that was not what I was playing that game for at all. Me I was neither. not paying attention to anything at all. I didn't read internet theories. I didn't do anything. I had n- that was nothing to me. I'm, I'm not only- even... Go ahead. Sorry, finish. The only time I learned about what happened in Dark Souls was when Dark Souls 2 came out, and then I started looking yeah. at things, and I was like, oh, that's that's cool, I guess. <laughs> my my closure isn't even coming from the story. It's just closure with the series. I, it's yeah. hard for me to explain that, but it's, I'm not just talking about the story. It's just like, no, I great. Think that's, that I'm makes sense. And and I simple. immensely enjoyed it. That makes complete sense, because, I mean, they came out and said the series is done. Yeah. So Okay, well, then, yeah. Right. And and there's still Bloodborne, which is different enough and apparently has a totally different like yeah. approach to lore. Yeah. And is is good. I can't I can't wait weird. to play that. That's yeah, I can't awesome. wait to play that game. I'm I'm so excited to play that. I'm game. excited now after playing three. Good. When you get your third PS4. Third? Four four third? I don't know. The funny thing, he can't even keep track. I I'm keeping track. I had to prevent <laughs> I had to prevent myself from thinking about buying one the other day because uh, I forget where they were doing it, but they were doing um the the uh, Uncharted bundle with all the other mm-hmm. Uncharted games for like 350 bucks, and I'm like, wow, that's a really good deal. I really want to play Uncharted Four. Yeah, God, there even is no- I want to play it. There is no reason to buy a PS4, which right is what now. stopped no. me from doing it. Yeah, yeah. But I, oh my god, like just from the reviews, I don't know shit really about way that hyperbolic, game. way hyperbolic. Yeah, totally, dude. It's you played an Uncharted game, right? Yeah, I've, that's what four is. Why? Why is like, this one so much of a bigger deal? It, but it's really people. Were, it, I mean, it kind of isn't. They've all been huge releases. They and they are for some reason, but they're not different. The only yeah. thing that I've heard that's so good about this one is that it's a good story and it wraps up well. And if you're invested in the characters, it's really good, and that's fine. And that's great. Probably but looks like, like sex game of all time, best game of all time. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> like those game, those games play like shit. They're they're only interesting because of the fun thrill ride stuff. Like that. That's all. I, I, yeah. I heard a couple times that the ending. It, is really a, amazing yes. for some reason. Yeah, and I don't know what could happen, but I really want to play it. Like, I just think all the crazy high super whatever, like, review scores don't matter. They they just don't matter. It's it's a high-profile game. It's It was obviously not going to be bad. <laughs> so, I, I hate the number yeah. system so much. Uh, and yeah, I'm not even talking about numbers. I'm talking about, I don't know what it got rated. I'm just talking straight hype. From everything I've yeah, heard it, and read, yeah, which is it's very hyped. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. It's much hyped. <laughs> Such hyped. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't think nothing else has really been happening. No, not really. Well, we I say was, that, like, but we actually to find talked about a good bit of stuff. stuff. Well, like news wise, yeah, news wise, yeah, yeah. I uh, I do want to just toss out like we don't need to talk too much about it, but I did read. The postmortem on Lionhead Studios today, that was published at Eurogamer, absolutely worth reading. Just so fascinating about how crazy it was to work for that place, and just how Fable impacted them, and Xbox or Microsoft buying them, how it 
completely sort of ruined them. Just a, a reminder way, like, how money ruins everything. It is. It is just what I think is crazy I, about that though is Microsoft and with you saying money ruined everything. Microsoft has had offers for Lionhead. They're just not selling it. Well, no. Well, no. Yeah, that that was part of yeah. the story. Actually, is that they wanted to be bought by by somebody. They were trying to get bought by somebody, but time ran out. But even now, like they, it, it happened too fast, and they weren't even able to now. Do it. Microsoft won't let that go, let the. Uh... They won't let Fable. Yes. Okay. Go. That's. It's just Fable. But but why? That's but why? Because it was it, read it. Yeah, read it. If you're listening to this, read why it is. It is a worthy read. It's long, it's detailed, it's worth reading, because it's crazy. Peter Molyneux is a god, fucking lunatic. He's a lunatic and a genius. <laughs> it's like they almost go hand in hand anymore. And also, yeah, he true. did not create Fable, that which was the most mind blowing thing to me, because they talk about that again in the article that. He is looked at as the creator of that series, and he was absolutely not the creator of that series. He was the face of it. Yeah, I've always and been led to believe that. We've talked about it in that Everybody. Way. Everybody thought that. I thought that. It was totally... The, the idea of that game, the premise, all of it was created by somebody, a team, that Lionhead bought. Big Blue Box. Do you remember that logo in the original Fable? I need to see it. It definitely sounds familiar. Holy crap. They were the people that created the idea of Fable. And then Peter Molyneux came in as like a creative lead person. It was not his idea. A lot of the stuff that was in it might have been his idea after the final product. It was not his original baby. And that was, that was just mind-blowing to me. I feel like that's not uncommon, though. Like, to have an underlying... You're... Well, it's like it, that happened with Halo. It's a big deal for that. That, that game. happened with it's Halo. It's a big deal too, for that game. Is the, Halo was initially that top-down, essentially RPG-ish, over-the-shoulder shooter. This is. I think that's different. I couldn't give you. I couldn't give you a single name associated with Halo. Mm -mm. Except for totally except different. for the uh, Martin O'Donnell and his music. <laughs> yeah, he was just music, yeah. and that his whole. But actually, apparently, more creative influence on that game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that whole but disaster that happened not too long ago with him yeah no that, i don't think that's a good enough okay I'm, I'm full of those i'll keep them coming all day yeah okay but i will i'm gonna put that link in this episode description because i i seriously would love more people to read it it's just crazy it could have been a book like it, it's it's that long it's that in depth it felt like i was reading a and this a is Eurogamer. like Eurogamer. yeah cool so yeah. What what else is going on out there? That's all I got. Any other releases that that were recent? Anything major happen? I don't know that anything's really coming up. Uh, right. Other than we're going to be top playing Witcher, I guess. That's a while's away. Still kind, well, kind of. Two yeah. weeks. So two episodes at least. Yeah. I don't have anything else. Okay. 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 Oh, that sounds bad. <laughs> 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 good good ending uh i'm not gonna plug anything yeah. so thanks, thanks for guys. listening <laughs> is your dad listening while you record oh uh, yeah he's gonna jump in here in a couple minutes and discuss his what? love for dark souls 3 what does he have to say about doom
<laughs> uh, he can't deal with the graphic images. 